gospel of truth. The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers on Talk 94.5. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, The District 2 Horry County School Board incumbent, Sherry Todd is joining us, and she is also running in the primary, the Republican primary, for June 14th. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Liz. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, welcome to the show. I know that you um, you had quite a, a fall back in October. There was um, some there was a question on our text line about it. How are you feeling? I know you had uh, multiple surgeries from that. No, that was back in two thousand and um, uh, seventeen. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, that that sounded uh, pretty serious. So you fully recovered? I, I'm assuming at this point. Uh, yes, as much as I can ever recover. Okay, yes. very good. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, we were just talking with uh, your um, competitor uh, in this race. And uh, when we were talking even to the chair uh, candidates yesterday, uh, the topic came up of the test scores in the schools. The 54% proficiency reading score of 54% and 57% proficiency score in math is very, very, uh, sounds very lackluster. So what is the school board and what have you been working on um, to help improve those scores that, you know, uh, your previous in our previous interview indicated that they were actually trending downward into 2019. I can't imagine how they are in 2020. Okay. Now, are you speaking of the children, the students attending school, or are you speaking of the scores the in state, our virtual school? Oh, it says state test scores um, in Horry County schools. I had pulled this off the um, records here. Per- percent proficient in reading is 54%. Percent proficient in math is 57%. The average graduation rate is 83%. Do you think those scores are good, bad, need room for improvement? What's being done to address them? And again, let me explain. The uh, scores have been averaged in for our virtual school students, too. And that's why uh, two years ago, the governor wanted us to uh, uh, mandated that we furnish a virtual school for our students. OK, and then this this past year. Due, due oh, to the no, pandemic, these are these are from 2016 to 2019. OK, OK, OK. All right. Um, you have to also realize in Horry County, we have so many non-speaking students, and we actually have students that come into our schools that do not speak one word of English. So, of course, that's a barrier. All right. As far as our students, we have an award-winning school district. I think the scores, we are working on them. You've got to understand, too, that, uh, you know, that was when uh, we, in 2019, is this the scores we're talking about? Yes. Okay. Have you checked the scores for uh, 2021? No, those weren't available. It only went up to 2019. Okay. We have done lots of improvements. We have gone back. We have researched everything that we were doing, and we have actually regrouped. So those scores will be going up. We had the, um, the highest graduation rate last year that we have had, even coming out of the pandemic. So I think that is something for Horry County Schools to brag on. How many um, non-English speakers do we have? Do you know the percentage of that? I didn't realize there was that much, uh, you know, non-English speaking or English as a second language. Okay. Well, just like I'll just give you a little statistic. At Myrtle Beach High School today, 
there are 28 countries represented and 17 languages spoken every day. That's how, that's how diverse our county has become. Well, what do you know what the percentage of non-English uh, speaking offhand? Do you know yes, that? Yes, at least 22%. 22%, okay. Um, all right, so what, um, what would you like to tell us about what uh, you've accomplished and uh, tell us about your uh, career as a school board member, how long you've been a member, and, you know, give us your accomplishments. Okay, I actually retired from Horry County Schools in, at Christmas in 2013 because I had been elected to the school board. So I actually left the classroom and went directly into the boardroom. Um, I was involved in the building of the five new schools that we have in Horry County that we're very proud of. They're energy-efficient schools. If you visited any of them, you would be as proud as I am. We're also currently building a new Whittemore Park replacement school and since I've been a board member, we have actually taken Myrtle Beach Primary, and we, due to growth, <clears throat> we've taken Myrtle Beach Primary, and we converted that into the early childhood school. Then we took the Myrtle Beach um, Primary, I mean, the Myrtle Beach Elementary building, and turned it into, you know, renovated it to the Myrtle Beach Primary School. Then we renovated the Myrtle Beach Middle School over across from the high school due to growth for the Myrtle Beach Elementary School. And then we, of course, opened up our brand-new middle school that is on Oak Street and 29th Avenue North. And currently, we are doing renovations at Myrtle Beach High School. That is why I want to remain on the school board. One main reason for the Myrtle Beach area is to make sure I've stayed on the facilities committee due to that because I always felt like Myrtle Beach didn't get their fair share of renovations and upgrades and sustainment on our building. So I've worked very diligently to do that. Um, there was a lot of um, talk about when those school, schools were being built that they were going to actually be able to sell back the energy. Did that ever happen? <clears throat> yes, we have. Um, and believe it or not, we were concerned about the solar panels on our, middle beach, our Myrtle Beach Middle School and those solar panels have not had to be replaced like some of our others. And they are, they are, they are very energy efficient if you'd like to visit one. Okay. Um, I also wanted to ask you about the current overcrowding situation. We've had a tremendous influx, and actually m much of it is because of COVID. Um, you know, a lot of people wanted to be part of this area and this community. Um, how are we, uh, what's our plans for uh, addressing the overcrowding issues, and are there new schools on the docket to be built? And is that going to include a tax increase? Um, you know, how do you feel about that to build new schools? Well, I'm not one for increasing taxes, and um, I said when I went on the board, I would never vote to increase tax. Okay, um, we have purchased um, two properties in the Carolina Forest area for future growth there, and we are constantly, we have a gentleman um, that is our um, chief officer of our facilities. He always, Mr. Joe Birch, he is always looking for growth, and but right now, we have two new schools that Carolina Forest already, the land's already purchased, and we are trying to get them what we call shovel ready. And after November, we have a very important um, um, item coming up on the um, November ballot, and it's our 
penny sales tax. And when that, I'm very hoping that that will come in to fruitation. And then after that, we can start building our schools. Because right. we, are, we do definitely need uh, new we, We've got to have schools. We're mm-hmm. just, our, our schools are bursting at the seams. Yeah. Yeah, that's what a lot of parents have have told us. Now, um, before we get into, you know, giving you your 30 seconds to give your, um, you know, pitch to the people to come out and vote for you. And we're speaking with Sherry Todd, the District 2 school board member. Um, I wanted to uh, go to our PCRXcomputers.com text line to see if there are any questions on there um, and for you. Um, We've got a lot of the uh, CRT Concerns again. Okay, CRT. Is there CRT in our schools? And if so, what are you uh, doing as a school board member to make sure it doesn't go, you know, it doesn't come to our schools or gets out of our schools? We don't know the answer to that. Okay, let me just, uh, let me tell you, um, the critical race theory is not included in the South Carolina state standards. Horry County teachers teach the state standards. It's mandated that they do. Can we stop? Can we stop critical race? We try to. We um, constantly watch. The only way we would know is if we get complaints for, from um, parents. And if parents do have complaints, my phone number is published. All board members' phone numbers are published. You can call us. You can tell us your concern. And I can promise you that we do investigate it. Okay. Uh, actually, that's what we hear. We heard from David Cox as well. Um, that that's how it's handled with the CRT. Um, yeah. What do you? What do you? What is your response um, to? And you may want to put this in your um, your thirty second closing here. But um, what is your response to people like your um, opponent saying that we need to wipe the whole school board slate clean? The scores are very very lackluster and low, trending downward. Um, into 2019, and people are worried about what the scores are going to be um, moving forward. And um, you know, maybe you want to address that in your in your closing. And also, um, you know, if you wanted to ask people to come out to vote, um, there was uh, a lot of questions about why are we continuing virtual training if it's been a failure. Okay, uh, I'll answer the virtual training. We went back and and investigated. I also serve as chairman of the curriculum. Um, an instructional committee, mm-hmm. and I asked for a report on our virtual school. Since it's not mandated uh, anymore by the governor after this year, it will no longer be. We found out that students were not doing what they were supposed to do, and we had seniors that were not going to graduate because they were You know, teachers that are on a, in a virtual level in an environment like that, teachers cannot make a student, you know, sign in. They can't make them come to them. And I will always say there is nothing like that one-on-one teacher-to-pupil interaction that teaches a child, no matter what age. So we we are no longer going to have the virtual school. Um, There will be exceptions, you know, because we do have students that have to be virtual due to illnesses, Mm -hmm. autoimmune diseases, and and things like that. Okay. All right. Well, you have the floor, Sherry Todd. Okay. I think there are four things that a person needs to serve on the school board. I think you need integrity. I think you have to have passion for what you do. I think you have to have time for what you do. And I have all of that. Um, 
I would like for people to vote to keep me on the school board. I I have some more. I do have an agenda on things that I want to complete for not only the Myrtle Beach area, but for the Horry County School Board. I don't think that we need a completely new board because I want to tell you something. For what we've been through in the last two years, experience means a lot. And I have that experience. I've been in education since um, 1970, I would say. I have been into the educational departments of teaching and, and, and just trying to make our community a better place. I, have, I came from a family of, of community servants. I've been a member of First Baptist Church my entire life. I have served on all committees there and always just worked with students. It is my passion. It's my time, and I have the time to do it. I'm a product of Horry County Schools. My parents were products of Horry County Schools. Six, four of my six granddaughters are products of Horry County Schools, and, and my children are successful business owners. I have been a business owner for 52 years and own the oldest salon in the Myrtle Beach area, and I think that speaks volumes. I have my name recognition, and I would like to stay on the Horry County School Board. Vote for me, Sherry Todd, June the 14th, and keep me working for you. I don't, my only agenda is to work for the students and the families of Boyd County. Thank you. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you for your time. Good luck on June Mm -hmm. 14th. Thank you. All right.